Blog Talk Radio. Podcast here on Blog Talk Radio, and like we and like we always say before every any podcast that we do, make sure you can make you can if you miss it, you can catch it on demand on various platforms. You can check it out on blogtalkradio.com backslash Total Sports Live, or you can check it out on the uh, on the TuneIn Radio app. All you gotta do. It's simple. All you gotta do is go on um, go on your Apple or Google Play Store or Windows, like we discussed last week. Uh, download the TuneIn Radio app, search the TSL podcast, and you'll be connected. Just that simple. It's real easy. Or you can either go on iTunes, iTunes, go to the podcast, search the TSL podcast, hit subscribe, and you'll be in, and you'll be automatically uh, you'll be auto automatically ready to go. We got a great show for everybody tonight. We're going to be talking some NBA Finals action. Game five is tomorrow night, and it's going to be a it's going to be a pretty interesting one because there's a lot of developments that happened today and from Friday night to get us to this point where the Warriors are now three are now one game away from going back to back competing. We haven't seen a repeat champion since LeBron was with the Heat. So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to also be talking about Draymond uh, Green. Uh, as well as that's going to really throw a real different it's going, to, it's going to give the game a different feel. I think this game is going to be more physical than the last game. Um, and also we're going to be talking about some more things involving you know sports and everything. But before we get along with that, why not bring on my co-host for tonight because Angela is nowhere to be found right now. So I guess it's just me and the deal rolling with the show. And you already know our esteemed columnist, Adio Royster, is joining us here on the podcast. Adio, how are you doing today? I mean, it's really it's really kind of hard to think about much of anything else with what's yeah. going on with our friends in the South. So mm-hmm. if possible, like I know this is your podcast. I don't want to do this without your permission, <laughs> but if if possible and if you'll allow, I was going to take a minute slash moment of silence for all of our listeners, all of our friends down in Orlando, all all the families, just, just everybody down there. Yes, we can do that. Let's get Angela on the line and we can do that moment Absolutely. of silence. Angela's on the line, so yes, Adio, hit it and we'll get our moment of silence. 100%. All right. I mean, oh man. I I know this isn't a political forum, but like, I'm just <laughs> I'm just gonna get this out of the way. I'm just gonna get this out of the way. Between this and the Sandy Hook thing, 
I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Lawmakers, anybody that's in the political forum that happens to listen to this podcast, senators, congressmen, and chain of command and higher. Enough is enough. Seriously. It's time to put your foot down on this thing. That's, that's it. I, I think in times like these, we all stop being personalities and, like, we all just become human. Like, you know, like, you're, you know, you're, you're not, like, your usual, like, quippy comeback things. Like, I'm not, like, the crude comic relief and, like, Javon's not just the monitor. Like, we should all become humans right now because this just affects us all because, you know, we all know somebody in that community or we all know someone in our own exactly. community who has been in one of those places before. I mean, I go to gay bars all the time and I'm, I am a heterosexual female. So, you know, and it's, it's, Philly Pride I don't really know this how to weekend. It. Philly Pride was exactly. this weekend. So I, I have a I, bunch I of friends that went down to it and I feared for their safety because of what had yeah. happened. I would imagine there was a completely different tone this year. Yeah, which is a shame because totally. it's not, you know, it's it's not a time for them to, like, be afraid or it's not for a time for them to, like, be somber. That's, like, when they're supposed to celebrate the fact that, you know, there were pioneering members of their community that fought for the right for them to have what they have at this point. And, um, and, I, have a friend, and I have a friend that was with his husband for 25 years before they were able to get married. It's just it's just sad and it's yeah. it, it's it's sickening that in this country you can purchase weapons like that legally, mm-hmm. like for real, seriously. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think Facebook. you put it best. Yeah. What do you prefer? What are you protecting yourself I, from? Predator. Yeah. Seriously, if you He's unless you're pro- unless you're trying to protect your home from like the predator, there's no reason to have that kind of weaponry in your house. None. Zero. Exactly. Not at all. Exactly. Not at all. All right, so game five. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. We would be remiss if we didn't acknowledge it, so. 100%. Right. Yeah, we we would have been not doing our jobs. Like you said, personalities would not be doing our job because this podcast, it reaches a lot of people, you know. It, It reaches a lot of people on different platforms, so it wouldn't be right of us not to do that and talk about it because that's what we are supposed to do. You know, people come to listen to us talk about sports, but we also, like you said, there's a human element to it. And you, you know, provide the information that people want to hear. And, you know, especially with this type of situation, you always want to show, like you said, the human side of things. And, you know, I think we did a great job with that. And, you know, hopefully, like we said, you know, prayers go out to the people uh, down in Orlando. Hopefully everything you know, goes, you know, goes well down there. I know, like I said, I know a few people that work down there and live down there. I know somebody that used to live down there and told me it's a real tight-knit community. So, you know, but great job by the people that live down there, you know, donating blood and everything. I think they reached their goal, like, in a few hours. Like, that's that's incredible right there. That's, you know, incredible for them to do that. I sincerely hope that most of the people that are waiting outside that hospital, it just turns out their loved ones are in surgery. Humanity is not dead, fellas. That's that's the that's the thing to take away from this. And last thing, shout out to the first responders, all the medical personnel down there in Florida. The largest and highest of thumbs up, like for real, like no BS. Like Mr. Rogers said, look for the helpers. Exactly. But he taught us as a kid, look for the helpers in these kinds of times, and they get you through it. Uh, give them the great, give them the great big Facebook thumb. <laughs> give them the big great Facebook <laughs> thumb. 
the big sticker. Let's yeah. give them right there. Oh, goodness. But we do have a game. When there's times like these, that's where we turn to and we turn to sports. Then, you know, we have a game tomorrow, game five, the Warriors, which is crazy. Who would have thought this team years ago is now one game away from becoming becoming back-to-back champions? It's amazing. But they will be without one less person in tomorrow night's game as they lose Draymond Green as he's he is suspended for game five. There's a lot of outrage, a lot of uproar about this. You know, Clay Thompson tweeted some things, uh not tweeted some things, he when they doing their post their post uh, their 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 media day uh for each game. Clay Thompson had a couple of words to say about this. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um Clay today said that, um, here he is. He said, I guess his feelings got hurt. Clay Thompson said on trash talking into into LeBron James. LeBron then responded, and then LeBron responded back in his press conference, his post-game press conference, in his pre-game, I keep on saying post-game, pre-game comments and said, uh, it was, uh, I think it was on this question about the, the straddling and Draymond Green. He said, I'm not a disrespectful guy. I was trying to get back into the play. On the on the Flagland file, he said, "I felt like it was at at that point in time a little bit outside of basketball." And regarding Clay's comment, he said, "It's so hard to take the high road. I've been doing it for 13 years, and I'm going to do it again." We'll talk about most Space comments because he gave a golden comment. But there's a lot of reactions from this. What are your guys take on everything? I mean, I don't really see where it was like that of a move to get suspended. I mean, come on. Like, we've seen some pretty, like, ballsy plays this postseason. I don't think it was like that. I mean, Tim suspended. I don't know. Is that like a response to Tyrone Lou coming out and saying LeBron doesn't get any calls? I get that he was fined $25,000, but at the same time, man, like, is he still a little bit bitter about Allen Iverson stepping over him? It just doesn't make any sense. Like, Oh, LeBron doesn't get any calls. Yeah, he does get calls. He gets plenty of calls. Like, don't don't. And do I mean, that. If, right. And I mean, if people watch Game Four, the refs kind of let them play. I mean, a deal is like yeah, almost so like I mean, reminiscent of being at Palumbo. Oh, yeah. Just like yeah, but I mean, I don't play see where, call their own foul. I don't really see where you know that was that awful of a fail to warrant a right. suspension. Right. Like, give him a technical. Give him a flagrant. Okay, cool, but. I don't well, see I think technical flagrant. It would have gave him automatically. I think they either technical or flagrant, regardless, would have gave him a um, would have gave him a suspension because he already had a, okay. like a couple of technicals and flagrants. So yeah, Ooh, either or would have yeah. done. But they could, but they just could have even for or they could have just left it alone. Could have left it alone. Yeah, too. and and in like in terms of like in relation to what has happened this postseason, it really wasn't that bad by comparison. So I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, that's true. I'm fairly, I'm fairly confident that like recent activity and reputation had a lot to do with it. If he wasn't, he was kind of a he was kind of a target as a result of the Oklahoma City series. Right. So I get the sense that refs were kind of, I don't want to say going out of their way, but I'll just say that they were paying closer attention to Draymond Green than usual. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've looked at the replay like a thousand times, and yeah, there's, there's the step over, and there's a little bit of a, a swiping slash 
swing in motion, maybe. But it's all in how you perceive it yourself. I mean, I didn't think it would, I didn't think it warranted a flagrant one. If they were going to do so, they should have called it in the middle of the game. And I just, I just don't like the idea of retroactive, retroactive flagrants. Like, I don't, I'm not with that. If you're not going to call it in the game, then you lost your chance. You shouldn't be able to call exactly. it. Exactly. That's like straight, like, I, that's, that's exactly, that, I'm sorry, that's that's like exactly like strikes and balls and stuff, like, when, when you're an umpire, because I was an umpire for a little bit, and it sucks ass. It's like the worst job you'll ever do in your entire life, I promise you this. But you call that that pitch a strike. You call that pitch a ball. There's no going back. You call that runner out. You call that runner safe. There's no going back. Like it, it exists once in one time. Right. And there are judgment calls. So I mean, and that's the point where it's like, you know, when you bring in this whole replay and stuff, like you're you're questioning judgment when you're supposed to be putting these people in charge of officiating the game. And if they have this kind of like safety net where their judgment can be wrong. You know, does it do a trickle down effect where their judgment effectively gets like less and less as it goes down? It's like okay, they can replay it, so it doesn't matter if I get it right. I do like the transparency with the the NBA officials report. Uh, they mm-hmm. take the last two games, uh, two games, two minutes of a ga- any given game, and they post it online, and they show hey this is why this was called and this is why they got it wrong or this is why it was so controversial. I appreciate the transparency, but uh, this one, I don't, I don't know. Like if you're like, if you can't do it, if you can't make a call where it's like, for example, the game, uh, the San Antonio Oklahoma city game, where there was a clear foul by Dion Waiters. Like, uh-huh. if you're not going to go back and run that back and say, hey, we're going to restart the game at this point, at this time, with this score, and San Antonio gets the ball, like, I don't see how you can retroactively do something like that. How you can do, how you can retroactively do something like that, but yet you can retroactively give a flagrant foul. Like, I don't, right. I, I don't understand that. Right, and here's what I'm about to bring up when you say that, and it's funny that you say that. And my next follow-up question was it going to be with the the reason they – could the reason that they retroactively went back and did this was was, was one of the main – do you think LeBron complaining or kind of sounding a little whiny in his post-game press conference in game four and the Cavs pushing for Green to get fired, but it was led by LeBron whining and saying, you know, Draymond said a couple of choice words to me on the court. I didn't appreciate it. I'm a father. I have three kids and this, that, and the third. And we only found out that the trigger word was that Draymond called him a female dog, you know. Do you think that this was given because also LeBron was kind of whining a little bit? I thought it was good television. Personally, I thought that was great television when I was watching, but LeBron felt otherwise. LeBron always whines. When you're when you're the when you're basically the star of a league, you're gonna have that kind of uh, you're gonna have that kind of pull within the league. Uh Uh So 
a lot I don't of times see Steph Curry gonna, acting like that. Sorry, well, you know, no, I don't see yeah, yeah, I don't I don't I don't see Steph Curry whining and complaining when right. he's so getting shit like and bumped Le- on Le- every off ball yeah. screen. LeBron is that dude where it's like, I'm gonna put a picture of myself on top of the Christmas tree because I'm the star. That's LeBron. Right. I mean, it's the it's it's every superstar has this every like quote unquote face of the league. LeBron had this, or LeBron has this. Kobe had that at some point. Jordan had that at some point. And it sucks that it sucks that we have this thing called quote unquote superstar treatment. And I don't agree with it. But the league feels that they should give their superstars more more leeway and more uh, influence. Mm-hmm. That's that's just what's going to happen. You see it in the NFL with just about any quarterback at this point. Right. Right. Not just not just Tom Brady, but most quarterbacks are divas. Yeah, they're offering the passer. Yeah, they're offering the passer. You know, even if he gets hit, touched lightly, there's a flag. Yeah. So you're going to get that kind of thing, and it, it's an ebb and flow. Some players, some players get it, other players don't, and it's just mm-hmm. something that you have to deal with. I don't agree with it. I don't like it, but I just know it exists, and I'm, it's something that I just have to live with as an NBA fan because it's always going to be, it's always going to be the norm. Right, and like you said, you know, Steph Curry, on the other hand, you don't see him, none of us see him whining and complaining, and there's many times in game four and in game three, or more so game three, where this guy was just literally just getting pulled and yanked and obliterated on off-ball screens, and he got thrown through the ringer a lot in game three, a lot. Yeah. And you don't see him complaining. He got really pulled that yanked. I think at one point in game three, he literally had to fall down to get a call, <laughs> to get a foul call. And, but that, well, that's just a whole another story. The officiating in game three and four was just a whole another story unto itself. And, you know, we talk about this situation in hand right now. And Maurice Spates, our good old uh, friend, Mo Spates, Mo Buckets, had a comment today about the Draymond Green suspension. He said it's messed. He said, it's messed up to suspend a man over nothing. If somebody puts their balls on your head, what are you supposed to do? Uh-huh. Balls are on the back of his head. It's kind of messed up, man. <laughs> but, hey. hey. He makes a very valid point. I mean, I, could could Draymond just just let it go and just let LeBron, like, do the full step over? Fine. But, I mean, in that in that situation, you want to hustle down and you want to get back on defense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just, just like you, you got to do what you got to do. And it's, it stinks that that's what happened, but it was, it was, it was a basketball play. Uh, Draymond was trying to get back in the play. LeBron was impeding his process to get back into the play. So that's his own fault for, you know, letting his balls get, Caught where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just so perplexed that LeBron was so upset about this because I think we can all agree that was some great TV to watch. Like we literally were about to see like a fight happen in the playoffs, like in the NBA Finals. Like you see them two like in each other's faces, and LeBron, you know, he's like 
You, you see Richard Jefferson and stuff holding up back, like, hold me back, man. Hold me back. Hold me back. And Draymond just sitting there just laughing at him, just like, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, this is see, this is why I wanted a Golden State LA Clipper series, because I, I knew a fight was going to break out, and I might still get it. Like, I still, I got at least one game, maybe two, something's going to go down. I mean, it's, game five, like, game five is not going to matter. It's really not. Like, whether or not Draymond is playing, the Warriors have only played one game without Draymond, and they lost mm-hmm. by ten points. But that was, like, two years ago. Yeah. I don't want to – I don't want to quell the, the cast. Like, I don't want to break Cavs fan spirits, but – it's not going to matter whether or not Draymond is playing or not. Mm-hmm. Because in mm-hmm. game four, in game four, the Splash Brothers went a combined 11 of 22 from three. Yep. Sorry, boys. Sorry, boys. This series is over. This is done. They're closing this out tomorrow just to make a point. Like, they're done. Like, they are done with this series. They are done with Cleveland. They said, look, we beat you already. So let's just get this over with. Hand us the trophies and let us go on our way, so we can pop some bottles. Okay, like I'm, I'm done. Like I'm tired. I want to go home. I got a wife that's pissed off at me because, you know, I had a woman in the first row giving me some, get, giving me some <laughs> flattering eyes. So I got to go home and I got to fix that situation. So I, I don't got time for this. Like let's, let's, let's hustle this up. Let's go. Steph Curry with the shot, boy. <laughs> like short of short of LeBron James going for fifty points in Game Five, this thing is over. Which he isn't going to do. Which he isn't going to do. Which he isn't. Which gonna is do. not. You know which is not going to happen. I actually think tomorrow's game, like Game Four, I actually think tomorrow's game is going to be as physical as Game Four. Like I really think it's going to be really physical because, like, I think like the Cavs. Like, the Cavs got the Warriors' attention after game three. I mean, basically punking them and saying, you know, basically getting physical when the Warriors came back in game four. I'm like, nah, we're physical too. Now I really think in tomorrow's game, we're going to see a real physical Warriors team. Like, I want to see uh, if LeBron draws on most states and what most states does. Because I'm telling you, <laughs> most states might do something to get himself a technical foul in that game. I'm just saying. Mo might do it. Mo doesn't care. And, you know, I I have no faith in Cleveland to win game five in uh, in Oracle. Mm-hmm. They lost game they lost game one, one hundred four to eighty nine, they lost game two, one ten to seventy seven. And neither Steph nor Clay were going in those first two games. They're getting going now. So at home with that crowd and the emotions high, Draymond on the bench, and like he's gonna he's gonna be all suited up, but it doesn't mean that he can't be the emotional alpha dog on the bench. That's still gonna happen. And don't think that Steve Kerr isn't thinking. You know what? With Anderson Barzell, I've got six free fouls to play with. I feel like maybe I should use that at some point. Mm-hmm. Wait, Anderson Barajal is going to foul out before the third quarter ends. That's 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 <laughs> definitely in play. Put the Wait, body, anytime the body, LeBron, body any, on body. 
anytime LeBron goes into the lane, just 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 body check him, like whatever. Like send a message. I think the message will be sent in that game. I really think the message will be sent. And like I said, there's no reason why Golden State should lose game five. And, you know, it's funny because I was listening to the radio today and a lot of people, you know, they were asked. I think Matt Lombardo was talking about on the radio today. He said, has LeBron, you know, reached the apex of his career, you know, with Miami, you know. Was was not Miami, but was last year's finals the apex of his career? And is he, and is he starting to be on a decline? low decline because we look in these past two games, yeah, it's all great, you know, getting triple doubles in there, getting close to triple double. But he's not putting up the points he has. The jump shot is flat. I mean Kyrie Irving has showed up, which is great because there's a lot of people thinking that Kyrie didn't have it. But is LeBron on the starting to get on the down slope of his career? I mean, I don't know about all that. I mean I think he might be Showing his fatigue a little bit more, very much because so. you have to under, you have to understand how many minutes this guy's logged in his career already between regular season, playoff, Olympics, uh, world championships. The dude has been logging a lot of NBA time and just basketball time. That's that's a lot of wear and tear. So I wouldn't be surprised if the prime is starting to slip a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's still he's still LeBron James, and he's still... Uh, I mean, is he the best player in the league anymore? Like, I don't even... Like, is, it, is it still LeBron, or is it now Steph Curry? That's a good like, one. Like, if you're starting... If you're starting an NBA franchise, the way the NBA is set up right now, current rules apply, current ages apply... Who are you starting that franchise with? I think you're more likely to get guys that would start a franchise with Steph Curry. So yeah, you want the team player, and not the one that tries to dictate the team. I mean, I mean, LeBron the GM thing aside, like, <laughs> hopefully you're not getting that aspect. If you do, then you just kind of have to live with it, I guess. But aside from. LeBron James, terrible general manager. Like, at least he has recognized, hey, I need to start getting into the post a little bit more because I'm 6'9", 270, and I move like a point guard. So I might have a little bit of an athletic advantage over most of the guys that play the power forward position. At least he's realized that finally after I was yelling at him for, like, three years to do it when he was in Miami. It's like, dude, yeah, Chris Bosh is, yeah. like, Bosh is not getting on the block. Someone has to be on the block, like, drawing double teams and so Bosh can get those open kickouts. But I don't, I don't know if – I don't know if LeBron is the best player on the planet anymore. There, there's your, there's your hot take. There's your hot take for the second week of June. He might be the best player on the Looney Tunes planet. I'm just saying. Space Jam. No, don't even, no, no. Plot no. twist. LeBron likes <laughs> to share the ball when they lose, and then LeBron has to sacrifice himself to the Monstars. I refuse <laughs> to recognize the fact that Space Jam is going to have a sequel. Like, I, I refuse to acknowledge that. Me too. 
<laughs> Me too. Me three. <laughs> what's what's next? What's next? Kazam two with Zach Randolph. Come on. Oh shit. Oh man. <laughs> oh my god. Just no. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I man. personally don't know oh, how they'll man. be able to replace uh, Bill Murray. That's a great point. That's what I wonder. I'm like, how are you going to replace Bill Murray? Uh, mm. You know they have a part specifically written for Will Ferrell for that one. No. I'm that's, sorry, but you no. Know, you know that's going to happen. You know that's what's going to go down. So I don't know why this is even a discussion. When, Will Ferrell could have, not even get on the elevator to Bill Murray's level. When I have, yeah, I, I don't even want to discuss this. When I have like other larger, more local fish that I want to fry tonight. Oh yes, let's uh, yeah, let's talk about that. You you made you made that point be known earlier this week because the oh, podcast was going to take a whole different direction. Originally, you know, you were going to talk to Brock Turner and Nelson Aguilar, but then, you know, game five, Draymond suspension happened. But we got to talk about what happened with Miss Anelli. Yeah, now I, have to, now I have to roast this clown again for, like, the upteenth time in my, my, in my journalistic right. career. Am I popcorn okay. ready to do? As a woman, so go ahead, do it. So let's set this up, Okay. So Mike Missinelli, uh 97.5, the fanatic, he's been on Philly radio for as long as I've been alive, I think. And he's he's known to say some rather I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat around the bush and get the dumb button ready if you have to, but he said some really dumb fucking things in thirty years. Mm-hmm. And this week was no different. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Nelson Aguilar was uh, with she was charged with uh, he wasn't I'm sorry he wasn't charged he was alleged in a sexual assault dispute at a at cheerleaders on that's the one on Delaware Avenue right yeah it's the one where as you pull off on the, once you pull on the uh, off of 95 on the Packer Avenue it's in that shopping center. Now, he and Connor Barwin and Fletcher Cox were all in this establishment at the time, but Aguilar was oh, no, the one Connor, that was... Connor, Connor was, was there. Oh, oh, no, honey. Connor, you don't need to go to a strip club, Connor. Uh, no, no. <laughs> Connor was there, but according to, according to Connor, he left before anything <laughs> ever happened, so that's he's, he's all good right now. And uh, Fletcher Cox was there, too. But it all stemmed from... On the, from an apparent money transaction, like something mm-hmm. like the the stripper that Aguilar paid for kind of shirked on the time a little bit, which, you know, if you're, first of all, Nelson, don't you have better things to do with $1,400? Like, seriously, come on, man. But, and, didn't, and furthermore, wouldn't, wouldn't he have, like, like, Hundreds of consenting females ready to like throw themselves at him. Who who knows, man? But Mike I've Missinelli, seen like some pretty like ratchet fraternity boys like have like hundreds of bitches throw themselves at him oh, just because they have letters in their chest. No, no, like just being serious. He's a professional football player. He's a professional football and, player. You don't think that he like had like you know quasi respectable females like oh yo. Yeah, it's just 
So yeah, it's a money transaction just, thing. Just, ahead, just, just go ahead, just just go ahead and say you, Angela. It's fine. We, what do you we mean? Get no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> but he he's not necessarily my cup of tea, but I drink coffee, so. Ah, okay. Uh, but Mr. and Miss Nelly took another opportunity to sound like a complete fool when about the uh, about the stripper that was alleging it. He said, "Quote: By being a stripper, she entices sex and lacks credibility." Okay. Yeah, no, you don't do that. You don't do that. Keep in mind, keep in mind, this was maybe what a day or two after the Brock Turner, uh, yeah, verdict. Mm-hmm. That's a stance you don't want to take, homie. For real. Not at all. No, not at all. That's just perpetuating victim blaming, and person and me, I won't stand for it. Like I'm sorry. I, yes, maybe she entices sex because she's a, a stripper, but in no way, in no way, shape, form, or dimension does that mean that she is looking to be sexually assaulted, period, and exactly. story. Listen, and that's a hard-line stance that I take, and if you say something like that, let's just put it this way. Mr. Nell is lucky that I'm not the program director of 97.5 because yeah, I would really, have been downstairs you? in a heartbeat saying, look, you, I want you off the air right now. Take your ass home. You're indefinitely suspended, and we will figure out whether or not we want to put you back on these airways ever again. I agree. You, said some, I agree. you have said some dumb things over the years. But this kind of lights up there pretty high. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of things that's happening. No means no. And I I will completely honestly admit that in my early 20s, I was that girl that had a few drunken hookups. It happens. But there's a huge difference between being wasted and being like, okay, cool. And then waking up the next morning being like, damn. Then being unconscious when it happens. Right. You know, the whole like oh and and the the worst part of that is is this this nutbags family has a friggin' support page for them on Facebook. And oh my posted, god! Don't even get me started. Yeah, they posted a meme that it's every parent's responsibility to teach their daughters about you know excessive drinking. No, it's your responsibility as a parent to teach your son. To you know, no when no means no. You know, I love the meme where it's like the scene from Austin Powers, and you know, Austin Powers wanted Elizabeth Hurley to write the whole film, and she got hammered. She was like, "Oh, Austin, come on!" He was like, "No, no, you're drunk. It's not right." Even the most oversexed man in all of history, he's like, "No, no, you're drunk. It's not right." Like, yeah. He was unconscious, and when those freaking grad students, like those angels, showed up, and by grace of right time, right place. And he got up and ran. Like that didn't show guilt. Uh, just there's but, just but, but there's those, just too like, much. Overprivileged, those overprivileged, those overprivileged sons of bitches like have the balls to like cry foul because you know what, daddy's getting rid of money. He doesn't have enough money left to like pay off everyone he needs to. And you know, I am white, and I will say this is like an awful example of white privilege. Like this guy, like should not have gotten three months in prison. He should be like rotting away for years upon years upon years. 
and his family shouldn't try to make themselves the victims and this poor girl that like can't even sleep at night. Hundred and fifty thousand percent. Makes me like embarrassed for like there's you know, too much there was too much about American society that pissed me off this week. Like I have mm-hmm. like thank God there's a game five tomorrow night. And I'm and you know, the, the the Penguins won the Stanley Cup. Like I should be enraged about that because I'm a Flyers fan and it speaks to my my inner loathing of Penguins fans. But I couldn't even really enjoy it and I couldn't even really comment on it because of the crappy week that I had in terms of dealing with the American with some with some uh divisions of the American people. Like I just I just couldn't even I, I, I watched the Wolf of Wall Street. Like I, I had I couldn't enjoy I couldn't enjoy live television because my brain was occupied elsewhere. You couldn't even enjoy the scene where Leonardo DiCaprio like limps his way to his car. Well, I, I couldn't because it was edited for television. So there's only there's oh, only so much. Shame. There's he only there's only that. he can he completely improv that scene too. Just by the way. Oh my goodness. I just hope this week is better. Like I just want Golden State to win tomorrow, so I can enjoy that and see that celebration. So I can see. Riley Curry on my television screen one more time lifting. I know she's so damn or, cute, isn't she? Or or like having Daddy help her lift the the Larry O'Brien trophy. Like I just want to see uh-huh. that. Like that will that will cure everything. Indeed, Riley Riley Curry cure, cures everything. The Curry thing. And then when the, I'll just say that. And then when the Sixers draft Brandon Ingram in, in a week and a half, then I'll be even more happy. Oh yeah, crazy! Brandon Ingram or bust. Yeah, Brandon sorry, Ingram sorry, boys. Everybody, yeah, no everybody, in, everybody in twenty six is twenty four seven. Like, I'm sorry, I'm one hundred, I'm one hundred percent team Ingram. Always have been, always will be. Oh, I wouldn't oh, mind God. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons <laughs> is okay. Ben Simmons is okay, but he's not my number one choice. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that group is a doozy. That group is a doozy. I'll say that. That that group is. There's something else. I'll say that. <laughs> I I won't yeah. even I won't even bring up Thon Maker this week. Everybody's had enough. So <laughs> <laughs> that group is something else. I tell you, if Sixers fans aren't a part of that group, it's something else. There's a lot of uh, I, uh, irrational I, comments and some rational comments mixed in. I, I love it, but some of y'all, some of you guys are just too much, man. Seriously, I I love you. It's one of the best Sixers groups I've joined in a long time. But, oh man, some of y'all with two KG, some of y'all, some of y'all with the hot takes, man. It's just, man, I can't even, I can't even touch my computer screen. The hot takes are so hot, for real, guys. Lay up a little bit, Jesus. For real. Eric Gordon. For real. Eric Gordon on a one-year cheap deal. Oh my God, I'm burning my hand. Stop it. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. That, yeah, I saw that too. That was something <laughs> else. That was something. Uh, else. Uh, one of the last people I want. One of the last people I want to see in a Sixers uniform is Eric Gordon. I'm sorry. Maybe like three yeah. years ago, that would have been fine, but not in 2016. Nah, not in 2016. We're on we're on all new different things in 2016. But we will be remiss. No. We'd be remiss 
well, you only have like four minutes left. You were you remiss to uh, uh, say, you know, um, rest in peace, Muhammad Ali. That also happened this week on Friday, his uh, memorial uh, service. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that happened too. So, so how much? So, how much Muhammad Ali did you watch on YouTube? Because I swear I didn't do any work on for on Thursday or Friday. Um, I watched, you know, some here and there. Uh, you know, more more so reading than watching. More so reading than watching. I, 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 actually the, I actually know him. Billy Crystal were such close friends. I was really shocked and like, like oh, yeah. pleasantly surprised that yeah. Him and Billy were homies. It was him and Billy Crystal and. Um, uh, I always forget the I always forget the guy's name. Uh, ABC Wild World of Sports. Uh, damn it, Thank you. Yes, I don't know how did I forget Howard Cosell. I apologize, Howard. I'm sorry. But it was that trio that that was the holy trinity right there. <laughs> yeah, it sure was. It sure was. And you know, like the deal said, I think we can all agree with him on this point. You know, hopefully this week is a better is a better week. Hopefully it is a better oh, week. Oh God, I so. this week. Yeah, and I hope so too. I hope so too. And that's uh, <laughs> gonna wrap the podcast tonight here on Blog Talk Radio again. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in once again. Will there be a podcast next week? Uh, who knows. It depends. We'll see. There might, there may or may not be a podcast. There are the reasons why there might not be a podcast. People already know why there might not be one, but there might be one. It depends. Depends on if I have technology or where I'm going to be at at the current moment, at that time. But um, everybody, enjoy your upcoming week. Stay safe out there. Be vigilant. Do all those things. Love each other, man. Don't judge each other. Get the guns off the streets. You know, don't be judgmental towards people. Like I said, just love everyone. Yeah, just love. everybody say love. All the all the love, all the love to everybody. Even if you even if you hate us as a, as a nation, we still love you anyway. Exactly. One one more time for the chief seats in the back. Everybody say love. Love, love, love. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to wrap it up everybody have a great rest of your week and a great night and uh, lasting prayers for Orlando remember that always this week and we're out bye everyone